Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Freaking first cut. Golly! Welcome to the First Cup Podcast. I'm Rick Gaiman, and this is your round three recap and round four preview for this week's American Express. And joining me to break it all down, yes, he's back again. It's the coach. Hey, coach. Hey, what's going on, man? I, I'm very subdued today for some reason because I know that you and I, we pride ourselves on picking winners, but also picking the right side. And I know that we picked the right side of all of our picks today. And for some reason, they played guys that just played better. And it's, it's been a very frustrating day. Yeah. Here, here's the thing. We were kind of chatting about this before we went hot. The field average on Saturday was a shot and a half under part. The guys that we liked Woodland way better than that. Molinari way better than that. Siwoo Kim way better than that. They ran into the bustle. They ran into, you know, Cameron Davis who hold out for Eagle made two Eagles on the round. Homa gained another three and a half strokes putting. We'll talk about him in a second, but if that's the way you're losing matchups, it's, it's all good. Golf happens. You're exactly right. I, I just I know I take it way too personal, and and it's not like a bunch of people out there are blaming me, but but they come to us and they expect us to, you know. But but you're exactly right. When that happens, you've got to be able to dust it off because in the world of golf betting and really sports betting in general, you're going to have bad weeks, you're going to have bad days, and these bad beats happen. But we're on the right guys. And I, and I feel good about that. And it certainly speaks to the scoring conditions that we saw on Saturday. Some of the volatility, some of the, the, the craziness, the randomness that we saw. But we end the day 54 holes into this event with a three-way tie at the top coach. It's Max Homa. It's Siwoo Kim. And it is Tony Finau. Of course, we chatted about him last night, coach. It's same story over and over. Countless times every year he is in contention. He fails to raise a trophy on a Sunday outside of the 2016 Puerto Rico Open. One more crack at it again tomorrow. You couldn't have three more different kinds of players than we have at the top of this leaderboard, especially when it comes to, to finishing the job and getting the job done. Max Homa is way more famous now for being funny on Twitter and making fun of people in a joking way than he is for playing good golf. So you and I both picked against him today, and he went out and he slammed it right on our head and shoots a 65. Then you got Siwoo Kim, who is a player's champion, but is more known for blowing up and shooting 78s and 80s at regular tour events than he is at winning a lot. And then you got Tony Finau, who many consider to be the absolute best golfer without a major. How about the best golfer without two wins? I mean, this dude is legit top flight tour pro with one win. It's almost unbelievable, Rick, that at this point, Tony Finau doesn't have more than what you just said. It, it, it defies all logic because, and it defies the odds because he's put himself in the position so many times. I, I do wonder coach about, you know, I, I do think there's a, a physical side to it. I think there's a mental side to it. I think there's a randomness side to it. Uh, but when you look at Tony Finau, when you look at the scoring conditions that we've seen from this week, 
I think it behooves him a little bit that he knows it is gas on the right, put the pedal down and let it fly. Like you cannot, I feel like at times, and we saw this, I want to say Memorial where, you know, that's a much more difficult golf course. He's just trying to hang on, make pars coming in. Uh, 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 that's not pars. Don't win the American express coach. I think it might benefit him that he knows he's got to go out and continue to make birdies on Sunday. But I thought that he was playing that way on Saturday, and then he uh, ends up making that mistake in the water and, and ends up with a double bogey. And I, I think that's what we're seeing out of this golf course, that if you try to do that, we're seeing guys, and unfortunately it seems like it happened to every every player that I'm picking, but you're seeing a double, a triple, sometimes a quad, because there's so much water, there's so much rocks, there's so, much, uh, uh, so many issues. But you have to play this way, and you just have to hope that on Sunday you avoid all those mistakes. Because he had one hole today where he, he, he fanned it out to the right. It ended up being the right miss to make because he had a straight shot to the pin when I believe it was Sunjay was completely blocked out. So where you miss on this golf course is important. But the fact that you don't hit it in the water because how many guys have we seen that have to drop it 300 yards back too? Where you miss, where you go on the water, where you go in the penalty is, is everything. And Tony just has to hope that he has a perfect round on Sunday and that Max and Siwoo don't go bananas again. Siwoo Kim is such an interesting golfer because I don't think most, I don't think many people realize he's 25. He's young. He is a child. He won the 20, he won the 2017 players championship. And if you're talking about guys who are dialed in coach, you know, look no further than, than Siwoo Kim. You know, you talk about uh, strokes gained approach, one of the most important stats uh, any week. He's third this week. So everybody's now played two rounds on the stadium course. And he was second on Saturday behind only Cam Davis. Who's the guy we talked about. He hold out from Eagle. So of course that's going to improve that stat line. So uh, Siwoo Kim, a bogey, free round on Saturday. And, and now we ask similar questions that we did in regards to Tony Fidel. Can he close this one out? Well, I know that I was, I was riding him last year at the Wyndham and he was playing really, really well for, I think the first three days. Uh, and then he blew up on Sunday. Siwoo has the same type of issues that Tony Finau has. Uh, it's that he plays three really good rounds. And then that fourth round, depending on where it is, he always seems to have a, a an over par round of the four. He can't afford to have that. Now he's put himself in position. When you look at it, 68 or excuse me, 66, 68, 67. And all these have a combination of those three. Cause they're all 15 under par, but he hasn't had that one round yet, Rick, that he blows up that he shoots at 73 or 74. And, and on this, these courses that is blowing up one or two over par. Cause we saw Sunjay shoots one over and he drops 21 spots, 21 spots. When he shoots a 73, that shows how well these guys are, are scoring here. So Siwoo, if he wants to win tomorrow, I believe he's got to shoot at least another 68 for sure. But I, I think it's going to be more like a, a 67 or a 66. Yeah, I think you're right. Unless the wind kicks up, which I guess there's a, there's a chance the forecast. I mean, wind that changes in a, in a moment's notice. So I'm certainly not going to speculate out 24 hours, but uh, yeah, that would be the one, one way that this thing gets a little crazy and, and opens up a lot of the field. And the final guy, you know, Max Homa, you mentioned, uh, you know, his, his golf fame at the moment is via Twitter. It's via roasting golf swings. The guy's awesome. He is funny. He's got a great personality. He does have a win on the PGA tour. He won the 2019 Wells Fargo champion 
championship. But coach, here's a guy that after the tour came back, uh, because he was in a really good stretch of golf before the shutdown. And after the tour returned, he struggled a lot. And I, and I wonder if the opportunity to get, you know, five, six solid weeks off an opportunity to kind of reset was really good for Max Homa now making his, you know, uh, first, first start of 2021. Well, he was pretty clear and I, I don't remember exactly the month, but he took like a, a sabbatical from yeah. doing entertaining Twitter thing, because I think even he realized his team realized somebody in his camp realized that he was starting to become a joke. Now, yeah, that's not the right. I don't, I don't want to insult him like that, but taken less seriously on the golf course than he was off because of everything he did. So he took a break from that. And I think it was the right thing to do because part of the reason he became famous was because he was a PGA tour winner, that he was a guy that people could come to as a really, really stout golfer. And then as time went on and he spent more time online than he did uh, what a lot of people perceive as practicing, then all of a sudden he stopped being taken seriously. And I don't believe that anybody, certainly any touring professional on the PGA tour wants to be considered a layup. And I'll be the first one to admit, I thought today was a lock. I was like, he's had two great days. He's not going to put three together. And I was wrong. And sometimes that happens because these guys have to prove us wrong that, that, that fall is day in and day out. So I don't think he can do four, but maybe he'll prove us wrong. I don't know, but I don't believe he can. He's made 24 birdies, uh, which is three more than anybody else in this field. So he's certainly feeling it. And coach, this is uh, the time of the evening where we get to play a little like, you know, how far back is is too far back? It's it's low scores abounds. The leaders are at 15. There's one guy, Richie Warinsky at 14. There's three more at 13. So you're talking about 12 guys within three shots. Is the winner coming out of that group? Yeah, and then you've got another six, seven that are at 11. Um, man, I tell you what, if there's one guy at 11 that I could see do it, it would be it would be Paul Casey. Uh, I think of the 12s, I don't see anybody at 12. I think of the 13, uh, Griot could go bananas. But I really think when I look at it, uh, to me, it's Tony Finau's to lose. It really, really is. By the way, um, Max Homa has a triple this week and a double today. So he had two holes where he went five over par and he's still tied for the lead. Think how good it didn't it? They said uh, the last time that that's happened, a guy to win to win while making a double and a triple in the same tournament was that waste management a couple of years ago with Ricky Fowler. Wow. Wow. That was an amazing tournament too. That was an amazing finish. That was the one where I believe his ball, he, he hits it into the water, then he drops it and he walks up onto the green, checks it all out and it rolls and backs it backs up for him right back into the water. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm watching it on TV, yelling at the screen. No, 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 please. That ball can't go anywhere. That, I'm pretty sure that's the round. He had both the double and the triple in the same round. He still went on to win. He, he's, and, and that's, that's kind of what Ricky Fowler has been known for. And you're, you're starting to see a lot of these guys and the more golf that we see and the more names like a, Ruinsky or a Harmon or a Davis or, you know, all these new guys that it, it takes a while for us to really give the credit to as far as picking them day in and day out, putting them in a fantasy day in and day out. Uh, it takes a while, but we've got to start believing in some of these players, Rick, because they're showing up every single week. And a lot of these guys like Ricky, like Jordan, like these guys that have been name names for years, they're not showing up anymore. So I really feel like this is a big time changing of the guard right now. 
the, the tour is deep. The tour is very deep. It's got a lot of great players in it. We're going to have producer Jacob pull up the odds board if we can uh, move over to that. Because if you do like Tony Finau, coach, if it is his to lose, he's plus 275. Thanks to our friends over at William Hill to pull this thing off. Uh, the co-leader, Siwoo Kim, he's three and a half to one. And Max Homa, five and a half to one. And then those are the only three golfers that are single digits or shorter. The next group is Warinsky at 11, Emiliano Grillo at 14. So uh, the, the two names that you pointed out earlier, Finau, his to lose, 275, or Grio, who is uh, 14 to 1. Do you like those numbers? Uh, no, I, <laughs> I, I don't. If I was to bet on somebody too back, though, it would be Grillo. Uh, 14 to one. I mean, that, that's a lot of value. I mean, you're talking a hundred bucks. You, you get back uh 14. Uh, I certainly wouldn't bet any of the, those on the winners. I mean, uh, plus two seventy five, and you got to beat two other guys. The only time I like betting a winner is if my guy has a one or two shot lead by himself. I don't like when the low, uh, when the odds are this low, uh, and then you've got to beat two other guys that you're tied with. So to me, if I was to put money, it would be probably on Grillo. Davis Davis is is a a weird cat. He's young, he's big, he's strong. I call him the prototype. I think he's a guy that if he gets going, he could shoot another 66 or 65 and jump up there. So I would look at Cameron Davis as a wild card and if I was to put money it'd be on Grillo and on um uh, if I really wanted to if I had to now. Yeah, the Finau, the Finau number's tough. It's it, it, you know, if you have it pre-tournament, you're feeling great obviously, but it's it's tough to pull the trigger on on plus 275. You know, you mentioned Cameron Davis because he is someone that we've been kind of chronicling uh, over the course of the past year or so and it, historically he's been a bit allergic to the lead. You know, I think he was the 36-hole leader at Wyndham before melting down. Now he's gotten himself back on the first page of the leaderboard more often recently, and you always wonder how these guys, you know, rarely coach does the door open in the first time you knock and you, you start knocking repeated. I mean, ask Tony Finau this, right? You just keep knocking until it opens for you. And Cam Davis, I don't know if it's this week, but I feel like is continually putting himself in that position. That breakthrough is coming. And if you do think it's this week, he's 28 to one. Well, I tell you what you say. He's 28 to one right now to win. Yeah, he's 28 to one right now. Wow. That, that, that would be to me, that would be the play. Uh, put a little, just a little taste, but you know, 20, maybe, maybe half a percentage of, or half of what your normal bet would be. But here's a guy, I think the reason we're seeing him play so well is now he's committed to living in the United States. He's committed to playing on the PGA tour. He's not going back and forth all the way to Australia, uh, which is his own country. I think you see guys that when they get into year two of living in the different country, and we've never had to do that. I've traveled abroad a ton. I cannot even imagine Rick living in Europe or living in Asia, although I do love uh, Tokyo, uh, but living there full time, uh, it would be very difficult to do uh, and then play, play really good golf. So I think now he's settled in. He says, okay, I belong. I can play with these guys. This is like home for me. And so we should not be surprised if he pulls off a win. If it's not tomorrow, very, very soon. I love it. I love it. I'd be willing to bet $1 that uh, producer Jacob has maybe a little investment on Rory Sabatini at 50 to one. That's his guy. He's three shots back and 50 to one feels super long. So I, I think that behind the scenes, producer Jacob, he's got the odds up. I think he's already clicked one coach. And I think that name is Rory Sabatini. <laughs> you know, I looked at him at, uh, in a round bet today and I was going to bet against him. And then I'm glad I did because it came in the back of my head. Every time you you bet against Roy Sabatini, he proves you wrong. He's the guy that grinds it. 
He, he doesn't get any press. Nobody ever talks about him. And then more times than not, you'll see him T8, T10, T15. He's a good, solid player. He's just not somebody that wins very much. He's had a hell of a career. He's made a lot of money, and he's going to probably make a lot this week as well. Uh, that'll do it, Coach, for this episode, for our third round recap of the American Express. I have a re- What's the difference between first place money and 21st place money? A lot. Uh, a lot. I would... I would say it is probably so first is probably 1.3 and I bet you 20th is 70. Yeah. So, so anybody that had Sunjay in a one and done this week, they have to sleep on that thought process to, Oh, did you, you had him in a one and done. You had him in our one and done. Oh, wow. Wow. My, my bad. I, I was, I was just trying to put a nice little bow on the day and I didn't even know. I'm sorry. Continue. It's my fault. Uh, that is why I uh, <laughs> tried to avoid the, the Friday night victory lap for your one and done pick because there is a lot, unfortunately, a lot of golf to be played, coach. <laughs> that always happens to me. I'm the worst at the Friday victory lap. And by Sunday, I've got my tail between my legs going the other way. All right. Well, we'll, we'll be. We'll be back on Sunday to break it all down. But for now, thank you to producer Jacob. Thank you to the coach. You can find him on Twitter at the coach rules. You can find me at Rick run. Good. This has been the first cut and we'll catch you next time. You can now relive the best moments of the UEFA Champions League 24-7. The UEFA Champions League channel is a new 24-hour streaming channel serving non-stop goals, highlights, and full match replays from the world's most prestigious club competition. Reminisce on your favorite moments, legendary players, and brilliant goals with the UEFA Champions League channel streaming around the clock on Pluto TV and the CBS Sports app.